2: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Girls Take on Law. I feel like this is a really exciting but totally out of our comfort zone episode today. It's something we've never done before. Both me and Gabrielle are super private about our dating lives online, but we received this dilemma and feel like we want to show you a really accurate representation of girls in the, the legal profession. So that's what we're gonna do. Gabrielle, do you want to read out the dilemma? Yeah, let's get into it. I'm excited for this episode. I feel like we're gonna share a bit more about us,
0: experiences, and just some tips that we've learned along the way Absolutely. so yeah the dilemma that was sent into to us said hey girls I wondered if you have any tips to stay motivated and focused after going through a breakup during the LPC I find myself constantly checking his socials struggling to stay focused and just feeling sorry for myself but I also know that this is one of the most important years of my career I find it hard to concentrate for long periods of time and always have negative things on my mind I just wondered if you had any tips or went through your own experiences to stay motivated because I really don't want it to affect my grades especially when I've done so well on the course so far oh my lord definitely something that is horrible to go through I do feel like majority of people do go through breakups during university whether that's undergrad or LPC just because you know you're young you're dating even you know at any age to be fair it's just something that happens in life and And, you know, sods, law always happens at the times that you need to be concentrating the most. So, yeah, we've definitely had our fair share of these for sure. So, Lauren, do you want to go ahead? Go on, share your experience.
2: Yeah, sure. So I just feel like I really want to give this girl a hug, like, Oh, I just feel so bad for her, but can like totally relate. So yeah, I actually went through something very similar right in like the middle of my core LPC exams. If anyone sat the LPC, then they know that you sit like nine exams in like one week in March. And this literally happened like the middle of the week, like Wednesday of the week, and I've just sat two exams that day, have like four more to sit. So I feel like I can 100% relate to that feeling absolutely rubbish. But I think for me, like. like. Like, I couldn't even think about it. Like, I just had to put it to the back of my brain and just focus on my exams. Like, your exams are the most important thing ever. Like, a boy is not the most important thing ever. Do you know what I mean? Like, reality is you're probably gonna have forgotten about them within a year, but you're gonna have that piece of paper for life. So just think about yourself. Oh my God, the fact that you had that In your March exam season, like, sorry, but that was the worst
0: exam season of my whole entire life. And that was just dealing with the exams alone. I could not have dealt with a breakup in that time. Like, what did you do? How did you even... I guess it... Well, I guess there's two sides of it. Do you think it was actually helped you get through it? Because as you say, you couldn't think about it. You just had to get on with the exams. Or do you think it was worse? Because it was still there in the back of your mind?
2: Like, I guess there's two arguments to it really, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. So I was I was really lucky that it was just before the pandemic so we were still going into uni but I had an amazing best friend called Lydia or well, she's still my best friend but she just kept me so distracted she was like just turn off your phone like forget about it just all day we just stayed and revised till like really late at night and then obviously my parents were at home so I think that really helped me kind of like get through it but I think I remember sort of like just turning my phone off for a couple of days and just being like I'm, I just can't deal with this I'm just gonna focus on my exams and you know whatever fall out or just you know deal with it afterwards but yeah if I didn't have sort of like my friends and my parents I think I would have been in like a much worse situation
0: yeah I feel like to get you through a situation like that your support network is probably the biggest help of them all to really pull you through it whether that be friends family or you know even when you're in class I do feel like lecturers and tutors can tell when you're not yourself or you're upset even you know some people cry during their lectures if the breakup's that bad like it does happen it's life so I feel like even just having someone around you that cares about your well-being and to ask you know how are you what's going on can just be really helpful and they can just distract you so yeah if you can have people around you that will support you it's definitely worth
2: reaching out and you know a problem shared is always a problem path absolutely and I think for my scenario I was really lucky in the sense that I was so busy like I had something like four or five more exams to sit and then we were celebrating the end of exams and then we kind of went straight into the like very first lockdown so in hindsight it was kind of like. A blessing in disguise that it happened because it probably wasn't we were probably not going to last through that first lockdown anyway so i think like everything i always say this but absolutely everything happens for a reason and the likelihood is like you're just you're probably not going to care in a few months so i think if you can focus on your exams and just stay motivated while you're studying that is like the best thing you can do and just like really throw yourself into like you know like self-care you know those kind of things like really look after yourself hang out with your friends you know just do everything like you love to do and just try and study as much as you can then like that's the best way to kind of get over it in my opinion.
0: 100% and I hate the word revenge but I do feel like use it as fuel for that kind of I don't care attitude like the best thing to do is to just do nothing like don't over post stuff don't try and make them jealous you know all these things that people try oh, and yeah. do like in movies that you see like just, just not don't care. like just no. just thrive at your own life excel at whatever it is you're doing whether that be exams coursework even you know a hobby like throw yourself into something that you love and you enjoy and just think joe you know i'm a boss i'm gonna smash this and yeah he's gonna regret it you know sorry about it see ya (laughs)
2: yeah absolutely it's 100% gonna regret that haven't you kind of been like similar scenarios yourself Gabrielle?
0: yeah I've definitely had my fair share of scenarios through the years I feel like one that I probably could talk about is I remember in final year I was like dating someone I guess, a situationship. Is that the word? Is that what the kids call it nowadays? Yeah. I don't know, but it it, it wasn't like serious, serious. But I remember at the time it ended and I had five coursework due. I had my first semester exams. Like it was just obviously not as manic as the March LPC exam season, but it was still, there was like a lot to do. And it is something that it's so hard to focus and not think about it or be sad. And I mean, looking back now, it does make me laugh because, you know, he wasn't really my type. I'm unsure why I was so upset about it. And (laughs) as you say, Lauren, Like in a year's time, or even less than that, you do end up not caring and thinking, oh my God. And it is so true because. I was the same give it a few months and I probably didn't even think about it again Um, but at the time you do feel like your world is ending so I think time is a huge healer as hard as it is and annoying as that is but I do think as well for the girl that obviously wrote in the dilemma you do just have to have that mentality of that you didn't do so well in the year so far in LPC or for example for me I wasn't going to sit there and ruin my final year when I'd done so well in first and second year like I was not gonna throw that all away all over a boy you know you've just got to do well and not care about it like Lauren said and to be honest it will make them human that you're thriving and boys have a sixth sense as soon as you don't care they will come back like it just is always the way it happens so I promise you they will come back like that is first and foremost the truth they always do but by the time they come back you won't care you'll be forgotten about them you'll be living life you know you'll be doing you and you won't care for that attention so yeah there's so much more to life than relationships especially at a young age relationships will always come and guy but the hustle the money that's forever <laughs> you just gotta <laughs> go enjoy that while you can
2: because you're not gonna have that forever you know retirement is real guys work while you can absolutely and I think also just kind of going back to the dilemma and you the girl kind of mentioned that she's like constantly checking the socials and you know things like that just block or mute like 100% like get that off your feed you're never ever gonna benefit from continually looking at someone's socials like what good ever comes of that absolutely nothing like I'm not really personally sort of a blocker myself like I try not to block people it's not really like my vibe although I do actually have a funny story about that but
0: um no no no, come on come on let's share this story because you have honestly guys this is the funniest story because you know when you block someone and they find ways to contact you okay so they find ways but they're like kind of normal ways you know email or a different account on Instagram Facebook you know all these different platforms Lauren has a story about this happening on LinkedIn you know you know that professional platform that people use to network that (laughs) come on Lauren share the story
2: (laughs) yeah so I feel like I need to like give the whole background of this so this is not the same as like the LPC scenario but i was kind of like with this guy and it ended and it didn't end up that well so we did end up like blocking each other on instagram but that's only because He wouldn't leave me alone on Instagram, but we had to block him, you know, kind of move on, you know, those kind of things, you know, good social media boundaries and things. Fast forward, you know, a little bit of time, not really that fast anymore. And I suddenly like get a a request on LinkedIn. So I accepted, thought nothing of it. Didn't think there was any problem now, you know, happy to like build that professional network. Fast forward again. And I'm literally like, I'm not even kidding you guys, multiple times a week having my profile viewed. By this guy. Literally, sorry, like sorry, at can some we points.
0: pause there? Can we pause there? Who also, like, no one updates their LinkedIn that much. Like, it is not Twitter or Instagram. Like, what was he looking for? Like, what, do- what was he looking for you to have posted in that time frame?
2: I literally have no idea. But guys, I can't even explain. Like, imagine every single day having a notification pop up, sometimes even multiple times a day, that they're viewing your profile. It is just so frustrating. And I'm not even joking you, I didn't even know. I, I'd never even thought about blocking people on LinkedIn. Like, I'm, I'm someone that's very lucky that's never had any kind of problem with that, like, whatsoever. Anyway, fast forward again. I've had a few messages from him on LinkedIn, but I've just ignored them because I just, I, you know, he just don't want to go there. I just didn't want to go back there. So, didn't work out the first two times. So, probably not going to work out the third. Um, <laughs> and then, I They do guys, say third time's a charm oh yeah just not that's just yeah just not for me it's agreed, been a one. agreed fast forward again and i've had i feel like i'm telling this story really badly but we're just gonna go with it so fast forward to the last time and you know i've just had the most incredible probably the biggest meeting of my career at work between like my tc firm and the company that i work for now i'm having like the most amazing day i come back from this meeting i look on my phone and i've got this email and i'm like what and it's titled unorthodox sorry and i'm like just what (laughs) (laughs) and it turns out this guy has clearly not because i've not replied to any of his linkedin messages he's then found my email address on the bottom of my linkedin profile which by the way PSA to everyone. Check what's on your LinkedIn. I clearly didn't. I didn't realise my privacy and security settings were so slack. Yeah, take that off if you don't want it on there. He, like, sent me this, like, entire... Gabrielle, seen this. It's so funny. This really long <laughs> email... <laughs> about like just regretting that I've ever like left his life and just that I'm like the love of his life forever and stuff and I was just it's just too much like oh like a text would have done you know <laughs> I get text <laughs> well been. well he couldn't text he couldn't text girl you blocked him so <laughs> No, I hadn't. I'd literally only blocked him on Instagram, oh, and that was okay. only because he kept liking and unliking all my pictures like constantly, and it was really annoying me.
0: Okay, do you know what? I I rate his effort. I will say that I rate the effort. However, this is again as we said, like the mutant and the blocking. It's so good for your personal boundaries because one hundred percent you see, like seeing his face pop up on your viewed, like who's viewed by profile every day. Like it's just a constant daily reminder, and it's something that you don't need to see because it's making you think about it when. Not- normally you would just live your life. So I agree that mutant is really good, especially like straight after a breakup or something happens. So the girl in the dilemma for example if you don't feel like blocking I mean I'm the same as Lauren I'm not really a blocker but I do like to mute people you know social media it's your environment it's the place where you get to choose what you see there's a really good analogy at the minute going around actually that social media is like it's your house and like you're inviting people to your home online and you get to view other people's homes so don't let people into that that you don't want to hang out with or see you know social media isn't a free-for-all like not everyone should be able to have access to you if you don't want them to So, yeah, if they're constantly at the top of your feed or their story is the first one, you're always going to have that reminder. You're never going to be able to move on or not think about them. And that is insanely hard, especially when the breakup is so fresh. So definitely consider muting them. And I mean, if you do end on good terms, even muting them for the first like few weeks or so is still good for you to initially get over them. And then you can always unmute at a later date because who cares? Sometimes the piece is nicer. You know, you can keep them on mute if you want to, but if you want to be friends with them, which... I wouldn't recommend, but if you want to be friends with them, then you can, you know, it's your choice.
2: Yeah, 100%. And I think we'll say with my scenario, like I did say to him, I obviously messaged him because he'd gone to all that effort of an email and I was like, I'm really grateful that you've reached out and things. And obviously, it would have been really easy for me to have gone back there. I'm not about to sort of, I obviously cared about him. Like I was with him for quite a long time. Like, you know, it's like one of those things. But at the end of the day, I had to think of myself and my boundaries and actually that I didn't, I just didn't want to go back there. So I think you have to be really careful and have really think about whether you actually like do want to be with that person or if you're just kind of like like the attention they're giving you. Does that make sense? Like it would yes, have been 100%. so easy for me to be like, oh yeah, let's try again for the third time. That's probably not really going to work, but it'll be quite nice to have you some company. Whereas actually, I knew no, I didn't I... want to be with him. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. What is the point? <laughs> and I would second your point on muting. I have so many people muted on my social media just because, again, blocking is not my first option like i'd much rather just mute them and you know i'm not a particularly like confrontational person like i think that's quite an extreme reaction especially i don't know like guys or whatever something might like set you in like the first week or when it's just happened if it's a situation ship or something that's kind of gone wrong and then give it like a month or two months and you actually don't care anymore. So, you know, you're just carrying on with your life and then depending on how it's ended or whatever, you might be friends. So you can just kind of unmute them as Gabrielle said and like everything's fine again. So like if you looked at my like the social media, you'd see so many people muted. But the benefit of that is that when I go on my social media and I'm looking like, you know, like we spend a lot of time on social media, I I like everything I see I feel like I have really healthy boundaries with my social media and my Instagram something that I spend so much time on so I think if I could give any advice to anyone it would be to really make the most of that muting and really think about what you want to gain from your social media because it can have such a detriment on your mental health yeah a huge detriment it's as you say it's something we're on as a
0: generation all day every day social media just surrounds our entire generation I mean I'm the same as you I I do actually have this constant like petty battle in my mind that I'm like do I want to mute them and have you know inner peace or do I want them to be able to see me thrive live life you know so sometimes I don't block because I'm like well you can just see me doing amazing (laughs) as I always (laughs) say like they always come back in the end but I guess this touches on your point as well Lauren that at the end of the day Instagram and social media It's a highlight reel. People will show what they want to show and they will make it look how they want to make it look. So as you say, in the early stages, if things did end badly, sometimes people will share things on their stories to look a certain way maybe they've done maybe they have not and that can really then toy with your mind and your mental health so again it's just always pick like the high road and the healthy route for you like you don't need to know what's going on in their life they don't need to know what's going on in your life if you end up on good terms and you can be civil amazing but sometimes that takes time you know recently I think I muted someone didn't speak to them for what a month and then we ended up on good terms and sorted it out as Lauren said it could have been so easy to go back there but I decided to myself so you've just got to put yourself first in all these scenarios and really think about what's right for you and that doesn't mean you have to be negative or be nasty in any way you know you can be civil you can get on with people but everything happens for a reason just go with the flow always
2: be nice but do what's right for you definitely and touching on that linkedin story for like one final time that kind of went on for like of him viewing my profile multiple times a day sometimes it was like every day sometimes it was like three times a week you know it varied for almost four or five months i didn't realize how frustrating and annoying and how much that was actually bothering me until it kind of all came to a head over that email and after i blocked him i can't even explain how much better i felt just knowing i wasn't gonna have it those constant notifications all the time and i think you almost don't realize how much something is bothering you until you remove it and you just feel so much better definitely and four or five months is a long time you're constantly
0: reminded of a situation that didn't end well like a situation that is either bad or toxic to be reminded of that not even consistently like if it's a few days here or there or if it's then one day one week or two days another week in your mind subconsciously, you're going to be like, why hasn't he checked today? Or is he going to check today? Is it going to come up? What is he looking for? Should I post this on LinkedIn? So he'll see it. And it's one of the things that subconsciously you don't realize how much your mind overthinks these things. So always pick the inner peace through, always. Like, don't worry about what people
2: think of you. You just have to mute and go for it. 100%. And equally, don't settle either. Anyone listening to this, you are so much better than to settle for someone that you're not really that fussed with. You're probably, Gabrielle loves this phrase, but like more more in love with the idea of them than actually them.
0: (laughs) I definitely agree with that. I always say that a lot of the time you do idolise like a scenario and what it could be and like what you could have, as opposed to actually looking and seeing what you genuinely do have. We always say like me and Lauren talk about this quite a lot and right when you end or something happens that's you know really horrible it could be bad it could have ended good but either way it's obviously playing with your emotions and the best way to deal with that is write a list of the reasons why you ended and why you're glad it didn't work out because a lot of the time the things that you just let pass by or you were sweeping under the rug because you wanted things to work and you were kind of settling and just making sure things were you know happy and hunky dory actually when things end you can really pull out the things that you didn't like about this situation and things that aren't actually something that you would look for in a person and actually by doing this kind of exercise you will realize that okay they're probably not really the right person for me and in turn it then makes you see okay what do I want out of a person that I do want to date like what is something I want out of the next person not saying that you should you know jump and go on to another person and try and start dating again like obviously heal and take your time to just enjoy life but I think sometimes when things end it does make you clock and it makes you just realize what you want out of life and the things that you as a person, what you want and what you deserve. So I think, yeah, just have a sit back and actually think about it. And just to be devil's advocate, you might sit back and be like, they were the perfect person. But I promise you, as we always say, something will happen in your life that will make you so glad that didn't work out. And you just have to hold on to that. Time is a healer.
2: It really is. I completely agree with that. Um I mean as Gabrielle said, like we do that exercise all the time. Like I will make Gabrielle tell me the list of reasons <laughs> that she's glad like it's ended with someone. When we say that we actually do these things, like, that we do like so. we do like we
0: text it ends up doesn't it that by the end of for example like you did it with me the other month and by the end of it I was like why was I dating them you know it yeah. kind of we both did we kind of look and we go I've just listed so many things that I would prefer or I would want different or you know and it's kind of like okay so why were we settling so you know when you go into these scenarios and you do date in the beginning do this in the first place like be picky about who you want to be with don't settle like I can't stress that enough don't settle
2: i completely agree with that do not
0: exactly that's a great tool anyway for getting over a breakup so like regardless of whether you want to be that picky going into dating at the end of the day to like answer this dilemma that is a brilliant way to actually get over something and really, then focus on you and what you want, and it's a good way to almost have that closure in your own mind. Because some situations you don't get closure, you can't have that conversation; it it just happens. So, by doing that exercise, you essentially give yourself that closure.
2: Also, like I don't know about you, but have you ever actually had a conversation that ends up with the closure that you think you want from a scenario? You're probably not. So, <laughs> no. Do
0: you know what? Because you try and have these conversations, don't you, where you want to end it on a good note, and you try and talk about it, but at the end of the day, our minds do over. And they go crazy like something could end and then a week later you've got another thought in your head or you have another question like but why did they do that or why like you're never ever going to have full-on closure because you're going to think about things and it's going to be on your mind so don't go seeking that closure constantly because you can have it but then you're still going to want to find out more or you're still going to you know question something so just go on Lauren say you're quiet because <laughs> I know you want to say it, and it's a good summarisation.
2: What's that? Block, delete, and move on?
0: Yep. (laughs) It's what you got to do, girls, what you got to do. Well, girls, we don't know who our demographic is actually listening, but anyone that is listening, block, delete, move on.
2: And delete that number and that message thread as well. Just get rid of it all. Get rid of the pictures. Get rid. Everything that you're holding on to, just get rid. Gabrielle always laughs at me because I... I'm really bad at saving like boys numbers, whereas she's like saves every boy's number ever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, see, I, but this is my like perfectionist thing. Like this is my control freak in me that if I'm texting someone or a number is in my phone, it has to all be uniform. Like I have to have first and last name and they have to start with a capital letter and they can't have emojis. Like it just has to be their full name, which is so boring, but I just like it to look
2: Look perfect. Whereas, I uh, unless you're my actual friend, then I'm not gonna save your number.
0: Yeah. Whereas you just have the
2: plus four four, and I'm like, wow. I do. <laughs> Chances are, so I've, I've ever, ever speak- speak- work. I don't think there's any boys listening to this podcast that I've ever spoken to. But sorry, I probably oh, didn't God, save yeah, your I think no one is listening. That'd be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, to summarize: block, delete, and just move on. <laughs> So guys, we're gonna move on. And I feel like we haven't actually answered the question that people probably are actually interested in knowing. So like, are we single? Are we in relationships? Gabrielle are you single
0: yes we are single we're living we are we're We're young we're free we're boss women actually you know what don't even worry about the women we are bosses we are you know just killing our career
2: yeah I feel like career is really like the thing on our minds right now but you know we just wanted to have kind of like the single positivity conversation because I think that's so important like I'm a huge single positivity advocate just live your life you know do you do you someone will come along like we're both really young Gabrielle's 22 I'm 23 so you know I don't need to settle down right now I'm exactly. more focused on like my friends my career my hobbies like you know those kind of things I definitely don't want to settle for something that like isn't right for me
0: and also your 20s are like your young years it's where you're thriving you find out things that you want like that you like about yourself as you say there's hobbies that you can start in your 20s that you never did before you make new friends you change friends you change jobs you change location where you live like so much happens in your 20s that you just don't want to as you say you don't want to settle for something that's just not right for you and I feel like that's what we're really doing you know live in life
2: absolutely but equally you know if you're sat here listening to this podcast and you're in a relationship you're loving life you found your soulmate then that's amazing like we are not anti that you know we're very happy for you we just we can't relate <laughs> we
0: just can't relate yeah we're so happy for you we, we just we just can't unfortunately join that bandwagon right now
2: <laughs> no like we talk about this quite. I mean we talk all the time but one th- one thing we do talk about is we have this sort of mutual friend, and you know we love her. She's great. She's so fun, but she's like the total opposite of us. She's like just got a house with a partner. She's got a dog. You know, really settled in her career, like on a training contract. And we're just out there, like yeah, like they do really cute things together. Yeah, you know,
0: they're just they're so settled and it's so lovely because they really are genuinely happy, and mm. I love to see it. You know, so do I. But unfortunately, we we're just not we're just not on that bandwagon, which is really. Sad. We're um. Actually, no, Joe. You know it's not sad. We're just on. It's different
2: not that at all. I'm very happy are. about
0: being single. Joe, you know what I actually do love being single, but since I've met Lauren and been friends with Lauren, she. Is when she says she is the biggest advocate for single life, like hand on heart, she is the biggest advocate. Gabrielle loves a <laughs> <Not.
2: laughs> date. Gabrielle absolutely loves a date.
0: I do love a date. Like I love a date. I like to, you know, chat to people. It's just fun. Like it's a fun thing to do. Like it's meeting new people, even if it doesn't go anywhere. It's just a nice, like, just someone in your network, isn't it? I guess it's more like a what's it like a flirty networking session. <laughs> <laughs> like like you know how you network professionally i guess this is like dating networking and yeah sometimes they end up really good friends or some of them are really good professionals And I've got great networks for you know future ventures you know just yeah don't you meet an
2: architect the other day
0: yeah exactly there's architects people that do engineering you know formula one just there's been some very interesting careers that I just like to find out about I'm just quite a nosy person with jobs and careers
2: I love that whereas I'm like Gabrielle No, she's always asking me like (laughs) what's the updates of my dating life like I'm the complete opposite like you know I'm not after a pen pal (laughs) I just don't don't have the time for that yeah do
0: you know what it is probably at the bottom of your priority list it's so funny when I'm like what about you and it's like still the same but to be honest like it's not a bad thing because both of us to be fair like we just don't have the time like it's just not necessarily for us like we work seven days a week whether that's full-time jobs and then in the pub then we have the podcast but then you know you also have other things like as we say seeing friends or family or even us chatting about the podcast and like planning things like it doesn't actually leave that much time so i think it is fair to say that we have really just thrown ourselves into like our careers side hustles
2: absolutely you're correct like i was chatting to him about this the other day but dating is absolutely the very bottom of my priority list right now but i think that's very like circumstantial in that one we've just been in lockdown and as i said yeah i don't want i don't want a pen pal like, i'm one of those people you know if i'm gonna date then i want to meet them and see if it's gonna go anywhere otherwise i really can't bother it. i just don't have the time and two i'm about to move for my training contract i still don't know exactly what city i'm gonna be in you you know I've got so many other exciting ventures I'm as you said working so many days a week my time is very limited as it is so like yeah that's for me like personally that's just not really a big deal to me right now but I've equally like I've done the whole like dating and long-term relationships and things like I had a boyfriend for three years and then quite soon after that I had another boyfriend for two years so you know I've kind of done that now I'm more like Oh, I'm just gonna live my young twenties life, you know.
0: Yes, you know? yeah, you'd
2: love that. Like, you've just got to enjoy it. Absolutely. And don't be wrong, I'm certainly not anti it. Like if someone incredible walked into my life tomorrow, of course, I'd jump at it. But I just feel like for them to like turn my head, they'd have to be like incredible. Do you know what I mean? Like to I'm be not so much just special. yeah. Yeah. I'm not just you know, Gabrielle loves to go on like the dates for fun. I'm absolutely like absolutely not. Like I don't <laughs> no interest in going on the date for a sake of it
0: yeah that's fair do you know what I will agree though I will say the same it would have to take someone really special to really change my mind on that now I am very much like just thriving and single like it's just such a great way to be and do you find as well this is a great thing to touch upon as like being a young professional in law especially I think as a woman I do think when you say that you're going to be a solicitor and this is like the career we're in and this is like the firms we work for and you know it's it's incredible the things that people like us are all like doing and men say that they love an independent woman but like do they because they get one and they're intimidated. Some are like quite old school that they want to be doing better than than the girl. You know, like I know it's very stereotypical, but obviously not all men. But some men are still in a bit of that mindset. So like sometimes as a woman, when when I say that's like the job that I do and what I'm going into, I do sometimes get a really bizarre response. And like pe- some men are a bit weird about it.
2: That's so interesting. So thinking about like your future partners, do you think you'd prefer to date someone in the legal profession that like really understood? your career and things do you know what I would uh, oh it's a hard that's
0: a yes or no for me and I'll I'll tell you for why (laughs) because I feel like I do want someone on my level but I don't really care what they're passionate about so they just need to have passion they have to have drive ambition like they have to have that ethic of just wanting to work and do well in life but I don't actually mind what that's in I do think I would rather be with someone that is nothing to do with law just to keep it like interesting fresh you know just something different different that we can both talk about and learn and you know it's just something new but then I guess at the same time having someone that understands like the busy hours like the billing time like if a job comes in for a client late at night you have to you have to get it done like that's just the career we're in but then yeah so maybe that but if it was that I would say it would have to be like a different area of law so let's say for example let's do a little scenario if I carried on in corporate law forever I wouldn't want to be with someone that was also in corporate law like they would have to be you know in a complete different area like whether that was I don't know employment family real estate just something like that so yeah I would kind of say yes and no it's not my preference but I know for you you have a massive preference on this don't you
2: I would love to date someone who was a lawyer (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 100%. but I do second like everything you've said I I would have to be with someone that is super ambitious because I am like I would need to see that sort of ambition and drive like absolutely and so I think maybe I mean I say I would love to date someone who's a solicitor I've, I'm not anti anyone else I'm not ruling out the rest of the professions <laughs> but imagine
0: like, imagine ruling every
2: person out that wasn't a solicitor that honestly good luck to you if that was what you were going to do absolutely not no no way but <laughs> I just think the idea of dating another solicitor who just like really understood your career, but I do get that kind of. I like the scenario of a different like you doing one hour of law and them doing another hour of law. But equally, I think you could teach each other a lot, broaden your skills of one another. I don't know. This is just. I think that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Laura,
0: no, I do rate that. I see what you're saying. You can definitely learn from each other, and also you'd be such a boss couple. Do you know what I mean like?
2: Yes. Cast, like like we're a
0: couple. Yes. You could build a firm together. Although no, actually no, no, no. Let's take that back. Because... You
2: don't like that idea
0: no i I kind of like that idea but you hate that idea i love that i hate the idea of working with someone that you're dating or married to or because it's just too many cross blurred lines oh yeah i don't know i imagine spending like 24 7 with that person work home like no 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 but yeah i know you love it (laughs) so maybe for you that'd be good like you could be a boss couple you could set up a firm you know in london or somewhere bougie have your nice offices
2: well, that's like definitely in my, I don't know, I was going to say 20 year plan, maybe 30 year plan. I don't know. One day I definitely want to have my own firm. So maybe they could just be like a director in it, you know. Could run, <laughs> maybe you
0: can employ could... them. See, this is this is the energy we like. Like we're the boss. Like I will employ my husband. He can he can be staff. Like, thank you so much for your time. Um, I
2: will be interviewing you as well. <laughs> like, no, but you know what I mean? Love. Like that is definitely like a dream of mine to have my own firm one day so you know they've got to be on board with it so if they were a solicitor and kind of shared that same sort of dream I think that'd be kind of cool okay Gabrielle so I have an interesting question for you would you I'm not going to say like company specific but do you reckon you'd ever like date someone that you're working with no 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 I
0: feel like that is just really messy it's not always messy I do know some people that have done it and it's successful relationships and they you know they've worked out really amazingly which is great but I do think that it's rare for that to happen because you know if it works out great then you know fantastic brilliant you work together and you date okay cool but nine times out of ten it's not going to end well and then you work together and then you see each other every day and it kind of stems on to what we're talking about earlier that normally if you break up with someone the worst thing that happens is you see each other on social media which is like awful or you bump into each other a restaurant or a bar something like that which it's never fun but you know it's manageable you can deal with it but having that in your workplace every day would just be awful I just think that would be horrible to like hear about their scenarios are they dating someone new like you're trying to get over them but you have to see them and then you have to be professional with them and it could have ended badly I just think it's a recipe for disaster in my opinion I just don't think it can end well one thing I will say actually as I did say there are some people that have done it and it has worked so I do think having them in separate departments Like if you were someone that works across the office in a complete different area, then fully fair, like that might work out. And I guess it depends on your maturity levels. So like, I think for our age, yes, we're mature, but as you say, it's quite young. It's a young age to like settle down. It's quite rare that both sides of that relationship are willing to settle down like completely. So I do think the older you are, the more it's likely to be successful does that make sense like I feel like that's something that could work but I think for me right now and the age I'm at I definitely would not like it's just not something that I would I would get into
2: I completely second that I would definitely not date someone I worked with just absolutely not I think you know especially for us like we're so focused on our careers nothing is going to get in the way of like me becoming a solicitor or you know in the future hopefully like partner or whatever it may be so yeah no that's that's not for me
0: so single positivity and you know big in that up if you're not in a relationship don't sit and stress about it because as we've learned from the dilemma you can go through breakups at the worst times in your life and they are hard to go through so hopefully tip can help you if you are in that scenario but at the end of the day like relationships aren't the be all and end all know what you bring to the table as we always say <laughs> but you do bring so much to the table and don't settle like life doesn't revolve around Dating and relationships. As we always say, just focus on your career, focus on you, focus on what you
2: love in life. Yeah, absolutely. And like some men, like boys, they're just not worth getting upset over. We have another funny story for you. So we actually have a friend that during the LPC, and Gabrielle will tell you more about this because it's one of her really close friends, but she definitely won't mind us talking about it. But she got broken up with because it was a Monday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think she will mind us saying at all that this is honestly one of the funniest stories. And we joke about it still to this day. And it probably happened like a year and a half, maybe more ago now. So it was the beginning of LPC during like the course semester. And she was dating this guy and it was getting really serious, you know, meeting the family. It was going really, really well. Like everything we'd heard was so, so positive. Like there was nothing bad about this whole scenario. And then one day during some workshop, he just started being really off, really weird. And he ended things with her genuinely hand on heart because it was a Monday. I think his words were something like, I don't know, maybe I'm just negative because it's a Monday. And he was like, So maybe we should call it a day. Like it was something so bizarre. And that was a boon. He hand on heart was serious. Like he was like, Yeah, it's Monday. Like I'm just not feeling it. And it's like, How, like, I don't know what goes through some people's minds. Like, how can you go through that much? like serious stages of like meeting family and going on dates for so long and like really getting to know each
2: other. Just to say that, like what? Yeah, it's so bizarre, isn't it? I actually have a funny story. I don't think I've ever told you this, Gabrielle, but I'll go, I'll just share it on the podcast anyway. So I actually was supposed to go on a virtual date in like the second lockdown met through my legal instagram he just i don't know like slid into my dms or whatever and luckily i don't think he listens to this podcast but i guess he won't really mind me sharing <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story so i very much doubt he listens to this podcast but yeah so he met through my legal instagram so knew that i did law asked me on this virtual date we were getting on really well so i was like yeah you know like i'm actually up for this kind of a vibe and you know like i'm someone that will obviously if you're good as i said before like if i'm going to go on a date like you you're going to do it properly virtual or not like obviously wanted a good first impression you know i spent ages getting ready I'd done all my makeup done my hair you know and if you're a girl you know like that takes a while anyway it's like it does like I've put some effort <laughs> in I've never been on a virtual date before so you know I've done a bit of googling like just top tips for how to be successful on a virtual date it's supposed to be at like 8pm on a Sunday evening He messages me about five minutes past eight, and he's like, "Um, yeah, sorry, I've got like a work call tonight. Fair enough, like, I, I mean, I wasn't best pleased, but is what it is. I think he had like a drinks or something on Zoom. Anyway, it doesn't get rearranged, but then like at the end of the conversation, he's like, yeah, I just don't really, I have a rule against dating people from the legal profession. And I'm like, but you met what? me through my legal Instagram. <laughs> like, yeah, you knew I did. What? Like, you knew I did law when you messaged
0: me. Like, what?
2: I know. No, surely not. So, like, surely
0: not.
2: Like, anyone listens to this, you just gotta take it. And at the time, I was so annoyed. Like, imagine wasting like a whole face of makeup for nothing on a Sunday evening. Do men not know? Like, yeah. that's expensive.
0: On a- and on a Sunday night, in yeah. lockdown, like, You are not going to make the most of that makeup.
2: I'd be livid. I know. I was fuming as well because I'd literally like opened a bottle of wine, you know, got all comfy, ready to hopefully meet someone cool. (laughs) But (laughs) never mind. But in hindsight, and this brings it all background, everything happens for a reason, is that one, we went into another lockdown. So... Probably wasn't ever going to go anywhere anyway. And if someone's not going to tell me from the offset that they don't want to date someone from the legal profession, but they met through your legal Instagram.
0: It's a red flag. (laughs) It means they have no attention to detail, Lauren. And people always say the reason why relationships end is because of the red flags that you spotted in the beginning and you let (laughs) go. So, like, and I am one not to talk because I let red flags slide all the time. I kind of view them as orange. I wait to see if they get a little bit redder, um, which every single time they do. So, yeah, it happens every time. So, it's a blessing in disguise. He obviously was not the right one.
2: just going to say, I'm not going to speak badly of him. I don't know him well enough. But I'm just saying it was a blessing in disguise that actually we just never went on that virtual date because we just clearly weren't compatible. So just wish I hadn't wasted a whole face of makeup and wasted (laughs) that's really the true regret here literally I'm just like I was just annoyed at the time I'd wasted you know like chatting to someone you know I'm like don't like to waste my time I think I said that to him (laughs) I was like my time is valuable
0: very valuable and it just goes to show as well that you can't rely your happiness on people because as we've just said from the past couple of stories people will turn on you and just like switch up because of their own like it's nothing necessarily to do with you it can be their own thoughts what they're going through themselves like whatever they're going to do you can't control so don't let that then control your happiness and let it decide on your day or how you're going to be and as, as we say looping back to the whole dilemma don't let a situation or someone else deciding something's going to end or to be horrible or whatever they're going to do don't let that decide your fate on your exams on your uni on your career and your life at the end of the day like this life is yours and you've got to grab every opportunity with both hands and just we keep saying it but just thrive like just be you focus on what you love it's not worth getting upset over people that do things like this
2: yeah absolutely and obviously like I was a bit annoyed at the time but um, we're laughing about it now it's just one of those things obviously like we hadn't even been on a date yet so it wasn't that deep but you know these things just happen and likelihood is it didn't really have anything to do with me in the first place so you know just do you and everything will figure itself out yeah and like you've just said as well I always think the worst
0: dates and breakup stories you have the more funny memories you have in years to come because half the time when you do have like really awful dates or really awful situations just try and laugh about it because even if it hurts at the time in a year or two when you are fully over it you and your friends like it is something to really laugh about like I'm sure me and Lauren have like a few stories that we're not necessarily going to share on here but we have some that we talk about that are hilarious and they're just funny like and they will be funny in years to come so just yeah speak to your friends speak to you know, people that you like to talk about this kind of stuff with, and just share it as a funny story, like just really laugh about it, because if you
2: don't laugh, you'll cry. Yeah, and turn that disappointing scenario. I mean, my my story really was not that deep. Like I wasn't about to cry over it, but obviously there has been scenarios in the past, like that scenario, like in the middle of LPC exams. I was obviously very. I'm very upset about that I was trying to juggle like a, a trillion different things same with you with your ship in third year of exams like there are some like really tough scenarios you go through but turn that negative into a positive there's always and write that list <laughs> yeah write the list of
0: why it didn't work out I just think as well like Everything will make you a stronger person. And if we talk about our first ever episode as well that we did about resilience, although these are personal scenarios, and yes, you probably wouldn't talk about these fully in an interview, of course, not like it's not professional, but these scenarios do build your character. Like they will build your resilience with rejections and things like that. You'll have a thick skin and you'll learn how to cope with them sort of as time goes on and as they happen more and more. Like obviously I'm not sitting here saying "I I hope you go through a lot of them because they're awful. I really hope you don't. But unfortunately, is life and it will happen but you know every cloud has a silver lining there's positives for going through every single thing that you do go through look for the positives what you've learned from it because you always can learn something and everything will be fine in the end
2: yeah absolutely and I hope from this episode you've kind of seen that you know those breakups and things like they happen to the best of us I think I mean we were chatting before this episode and we were chatting about like being ghosted and things and Gabrielle was saying who hasn't been ghosted these days it's just like those kind of scenarios although they're rubbish they're just like so complicated and it literally happens to all of us so hopefully we've kind of given you guys some good tips and you've kind of had a laugh with us about our funny scenarios. you've kind of all just laughed at me <laughs> but, you know yeah and
0: if you do prefer us like sharing our personal lives and you know giving you a little bit of insight into those kind of experiences obviously let us know let us know what you want us to talk about and share and we will do our best obviously we are professional and that's how we want to keep it next week's episode is a bit more serious we do have an episode coming out all about assessment centers training contracts interviews like dealing with competition so that one's a really good like top tip episode but we do love doing these fun chatty ones and just letting you guys see our personality and what we you know the things that we go through because because it's not just all about your degree and then lpc and then training contract you know there's more to us than that like we are people and yeah we just want to let you guys in on that
2: absolutely and you know things like dating and relationships like i don't think we can give a true like real life representation of like girls taking on the law if we don't discuss this topic so hopefully you guys loved it let us know and at the end
0: of the day it's on you to get yourself where you want to be we love a quote and that's what we're finishing on so no matter what you go through pick yourself up and do what needs to be done
2: absolutely that note that's probably the end of the episode i really hope you guys loved this definitely seeing like a little bit of a different side of us that we don't normally share but as always if you've got any dilemmas or anything you want us to discuss send us an email at girls take on law at gmail.com and we'll see you in next week's episode
1: it.